Hi, I'm Cameron Mason, and you're listening to Quick Link Podcast. Hello, and welcome to Quick Link Podcast show 451 for Sunday, the 27th of March. Happy Mother's Day to Claire, aka Mumsy Quick Link, who has amazingly put up with me for a quarter of a century and only charged me about £42,000 in rent for the privilege. In today's action, we bring you news from the five races of Ghent-Wevelgem in Flanders Fields, from Grand Premio Lastiano in Tuscany, the final day of Volta a Catalunya, from the Continental Championships in both Africa and Asia, the climaxes of Tour de Normandy and Tour de Rhodes, the one-day La Rue Tourangelle in Loire, the seventh and final day of Cape Epic Mountain Bike in South Africa, and we peek at some domestic action too. Happy birthday today to Giro and Triple Vuelta winner with 21 Grand Tour stage wins to his name, Tony Rominger, to Milano Torino winner and new Iolo Cometa signing Diego Rosa, and to friend of the show, George Fox. Today, they turn a combined age of 118. In the racing then, in Tajikistan, there was a Kazakh double on elite individual time trial day at the Asian Continental Championships, Renata Soltanova and Evgeny Fedorov celebrating new shiny jerseys, while Yanina Kuskova of Uzbekistan won the under-23 women's. Over in Egypt at Sharm el-Sheikh, Kanok Mulabran of Eritrea won the African continental road race, with the women's title going to Epit Sam Zayed Ahmed of Egypt. On the island of Rhodes, Mika Hemming of ATT won the bunch sprint on the fourth and final day of the international tour of the island. Double stage winner Lewis Ben Dixon wins the GC for Team Coupe. At Ghent-Wevelgem, and we'll come back to the World Tour level races later, the women's junior race was won by Nienke Wienhoven of the Netherlands, with two Brits, Emma Jeffers and Izzy Sharp, in the top five, while the junior men's race went the way of Italian Thomas Capra from a four-man break. Jed Smith was third, now Hobbs fifth for Great Britain. The under-23 men's race was won by friend of the show and Rayner Foundation-supported rider Sam Watson. That finished in a bunch sprint with Bob Donaldson, Harry Birchill, Jack Rootkin-Gray and Jim Brown all in the front group. To the elite versions then, and we'll start with the men's race as that finished first. Here's our Peter at PBX Scribes on Twitter with the coverage. After the E3 on Friday, it was the turn of Ghent Vevelgem on Sunday. It was 256.8 kilometres in some Belgian lanes and cobbles where it was a very interesting race. The main story was a late break of four who got away, which was Christophe Laporte, Thries van Kestel, Jasper Stuyven and Biniam Gomay, who stole a march on the peloton almost in a way that that sort of race favours historically Uh, usually you think it's going to be a sprinter's classic but there'll be a group who just sneak away they'll have teammates who run spoiler in the peloton and just otherwise get in the way and the peloton will just not be able to catch up and that proved to be the case as that late move just took their time out from the peloton no one was really able to to make inroads on the chase and although it it looked like at a point that they might start messing around they didn't um in the last kilometer Christophe Laporte was for, kind of forced himself to the front in a rare tactical misstep from Jumbo Visma and it was with 250 meters to go approximately that Binyam Gamay took to the front he went for it he showed ambition he showed daring and he did stay away the others 
couldn't sprint as fast as he could. Laporte got into his slipstream, but even that wasn't enough. The Eritrean superstar made history in getting his first World Tour win after winning in Mallorca earlier in the year. And it's just momentous for cycling to have someone win at that that level and that prestige of race is is huge for representation and it is just incredible um well obviously yeah laporte came in second followed by Dries van Gestel in third Jesper Stuyven in fourth and Sonko Andersen who made a late break and got away from the peloton who came in fifth the bunch sprint for the rest was won by Tim Merlier ahead of Mads Pedersen in 7th, Ivan Garcia Cortina in 8th, Matej Mohoric in ninth, and Arnold Demar, who even did some work in the peloton to try and drag things back. He was so desperate, coming round in 10th. And to the women's race then, here's our Lena. She's on Twitter at Ariathina, that's R-E-A-T-H-I-N-A. Both her and Peter's links are in the show notes. Here's the women's action. On the start list for today's Grand Weberland women, everyone is here. Every sprinter is here. Everyone who wants to win maybe from a break or from a late attack is here. Everyone is here. Among them, Marianne Voss, Lisa Brennauer, Cassia Nivier-Doma, Lorena Wiebes, Ellen van Dijk, current world champion Elisa Balsamo, Lotte Kopecki, everyone. Break of the day consists of Anna van Rooyen at Gölners Chaton Soveva. And they are together in the break for around 100 kilometers. The peloton took it easy for that time with Jimbo Visma controlling the tempo more or less, although there were several crashes involved um, for different riders. One notable crash involved Tiniel Campbell, who had to abandon the race later and was taken to the hospital. Our best wishes for her. There was no heavy wind in the moon, so there was no action and the fun started in the box. The break is caught with 65 kilometers to go and the peloton got shredded by Team DSM and SD Works in the back. Another break consisting of Lippert, Nivia, Doma, Kopecki and Henderson forms the road 55 kilometers to go. They are later joined by Asufi from Valka Travel and Service. Team Trexigafredo put in a lot of effort and caught those four again. Marlon Reusser strings the peloton along on the Barneberg and 30 riders make it over the Camelback together. Lacking is the sprint machine Dorena Wiebes, who was involved in a crash according to DSM. She's the only sprinter of note who is missing from this group of 30, and we hope the crash wasn't too bad. Maherus and Longo Borghini jumped to Brown and they formed a very strong break together. However, the peloton wasn't happy with that and they were fastly caught again. Around 30 riders with 25 kilometers to go, several attacks by different riders. However, the sprinters' teams didn't let anyone really get away. One really late attack by Grace Brown, who tried to luck again with three kilometers to go. However, Ellen van Dijk put in a monster effort to give chase and caught her around one kilometer to the finish. And then a bunch sprint with the victor, again, our world champion Elisa Balsamo. In second, Mariana Voss for Team Jumbo Visma, and third, Maria Giulia Confalonieri for Ceratizit Women, Ceratizit WNT Pro Cycling. Fourth, Lotte Kopecki for SD Works, fifth, Emma Norsgaard for Movie Star, 
Sixt Marta Bastianelli für Team UAE, Susanne Anderson in Seventh, Tamara Dronova in Eight, Ninth Silvia Perscino und Tenth Clara Coponi für FDG Nouvelle Aquitaine Futuroscope. Elisa Balsamo extends her lead on the Women's World Tour ranking. She's now on 1,520 points. Nearest challenge is Lotta Kopecki on 960. Lorena Wiebes stays third on 720. Right, a little rattle through some domestic action. Finn Crockett of River Welltight and Mary Wilkinson of Team Boompods. They were the winners of the Cape and Ray road races up there in Lancashire. Harry Tanfield, remember him? He used to race for someone half decent. He won the Colville Wheelers road race up there in Leicestershire. And Izzy Darville took the dub at the Dave Peck Memorial Road Race up there somewhere near London. Back to the continent then, and to France, where I had several lines penned about La Rue Tourangelle, but then that god-awful twat Nassabouani went and won it, so I can't be asked. Branco Card second, Sandy Dujardin in third. Matisse Lebert held on to the leader's jersey from Soup to Cheese at Tour de Normandy, winning stage one with a late break, and then everything else finished in a bunch sprint, offering up little excitement on GC Lebert, looking likely that he'll join Arkea Samsic as a stagiaire in August. Kern Vermeltfort won today's seventh and final stage there. In Italy at Gran Premio Laciano, Diego Ulisi of UAE Team Emirates was triumphant to grab his first win of the calendar year, and in South Africa, in a discipline we really don't talk enough about, George Egger and Lucas Baum of Speed Company Racing won the decisive eighth and final day of Cape Epic, self-described as the world's untamed mountain bike stage race. Sophia Gomez and Hayley Batten Villafane won the women's race for 91 Specialised. Our BFF Cameron Mason was racing down there for Toyota Specialised with Tristan Nortier for company. And I'm sure we'll catch up with Cam once he's back home. Finally then to Volta a Catalunya for stage 7. Out and back from Barcelona to finish the fourth week-long stage race on the 2022 World Tour calendar. A big anti-clockwise loop heading west from the city into the hills before returning for six local laps, each going up the kicker at the Montjuic Castle. It's 12% in the final 100 metres. Sergio Iguita now the race leader with 16 seconds advantage over Richard Carapaz after the pair went clear 100k out on Saturday's stage 6. Zhao made a third on GC at 52 seconds after right royally ballsing up yesterday. Just shy of 140k today, and it took almost half of those for a group to eventually go up the road, as the caravan was heading back to the city to start the finishing circuit for the first time. A dozen in that front group, Marc Soler of UAE, Quentin Pacher, Michael Storr and Sebastian Riekenbach of FDJ, Stephen Kreiswick of Jumbo Visma, Julio Ciccone and Antoine Tolhook of Trek Segafredo, Henry van den Abiel of DSM, Dylan Taines of Bahrain Victorious, Dries Devenens of Quickstep, Jesus Harada of Cofidis and Louis Meinches of Intermarché. Vendanabila unfortunately punctured out of that group, and then Devenin slipped out on the first ascent of the castle climb. Kreiswick and Pasha opened up a small gap only for the rest on the second lap, while behind them Joe Dombrowski, Simon Clark and Oya Lakzano were attempting to bridge across to the chasers. Into the bell lip, Kreiswick and Pasha's gap now below 20 seconds, as the pack gathered up everyone else up the road, and eventually caught the pair before assembling the sprint trains towards the Catalan capital for the final time, but sensing the chance of bonus seconds, Higita, Almeida, Ayusu, Ben O'Connor and Tobias Johannesson clipped off, but they were caught by the Flamme Rouge. Eventually into the sprint then, and Andrea Baggioli took the win for Quickstep Alpha Vinyl. It's his first victory of 2022. Second for Attila Valter of Group Armour FDJ. It's his best result of the year after taking fourth at Strada Bianchi. Fernando Barcello of Kaya Rural in third, his second ever trip to a World Tour podium. Juan Osa was fourth over the line for UAE, Dylan Taines taking fifth for Bahrain Victorious, and then Guillaume Martin, Nairo Quintana, Carlos Verona, Sergio Iguita, and Richard Carapaz. 
Only one change in the top 10 on GC as Wout Pools abandoned the stage. He was sat 6th overall at the time. Sergio Iguita wins for Bora Hansgrohe. Carapaz is at 16. Almeida 52. Caden Groves snatches the points jersey on the final day by attacking the two intermediate sprints in the first half of the stage. Higita takes the KOM jersey home and also the best young rider jersey as somehow he's still only 24. And that's your show. Duarsdorf Landeren is the next World Tour action. That's on Wednesday. We'll be back on Monday evening with the day's highlights and the gang are hopefully recording a waffle show tomorrow afternoon so you'll get that on Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye now. You've been listening to Quicklink Podcast, your daily microdose of pro cycling news and results. You can find us across social media at QuicklinkPod, or you can contact us by emailing show at quicklinksports.com. Share the show, and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Bye now. <laughs>